Welcome to another episode of the IC Pixels podcast. We're late again, but this is David. This is Anthony. And if we're never on time, are we really late? No, we decide when on time as we can't follow the, the Roman calendar. We have our own uh, concept of time, and time is relative. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like it's a construct that doesn't have to define us as black men, because for four hundred years, our time was not our own. No, but those were four hundred of their years, not our mm-hmm. years. Mm, who knows what we would call a year, or would we even call it a year? Yeah. Once the point is, once you, we're not late. Once you uh, stop letting time define you you let you define you then you can really be who you were meant to be outside of time Mm. you just gotta open Mm. your third eye and open your third watch so that you can watch what they're doing as you watch the throne Mm. interesting The funny thing is someone might hear this and be think, oh, wow, they really said something deep. But I was just making all that stuff up as I talked. I hope not. <laughs> so uh, summer's I come to an end, and, uh, but outside is still open. So uh, that's part of my excuse for being late. Um, I don't have one. How's that? Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, I've been spending a lot of time doing other stuff. I don't know. Who knows? I don't have a good excuse. It doesn't matter. Nobody cares why we're late. We just are. <laughs> but, um, we'll work on that. Sounds like a plan. So, yeah. I don't know. Shade started her new job, so, um, uh, preparing myself to you know relax and you know just live off of her income it should, should be great I can really find myself just let me know how it goes I, I'm trying to live vicariously because I've, I've never had this experience <laughs> yeah, it's I remember bad. in high school me but, and my, you know, one of my good friends we always talked about growing up to be house husbands and it just hasn't happened for me, so maybe one day. You know, I mean, maybe you haven't put yourself out there. Maybe, maybe are you presenting yourself as house husband material? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, because the real question. Yeah, I need to find a high value woman to uh, pay for everything for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I don't know. No, she's starting a new job. She's liking it. I don't know. I'm at home by myself most days of the week again now. So, so you don't have to go in the office anymore, or transition. Uh, I go in once a week. Right now. Oh, okay. So, I mean, that may change at some point, but for now, once a week. I mean, she's doing training and everything, so she has to go in for at least for the next, I guess, six weeks. She'll probably be in there every day, so she can get, you know, all her training and everything. So. It's cool. Yeah, I've had to go into the office a few times, but I've been reducing the number because if I don't need to, why? And it's cool. I, I will say that going into the office, uh, 
it does I won't say it makes things better but it is nice to like see people in person and talk to people and stuff like that so um, some things yeah. are quicker yeah yeah definitely but I, I know, don't miss there's there's a lot lost in zoom and you know, yeah but yeah. I don't miss like the uh, I don't miss the commute so when I have gone in it's always been like yeah. I'll go in and I'll leave and I'm like I'll get back home and I felt like I missed a lot just because the little commute and my commute is not even long it's maybe 15 minutes but it's still like wow I, I missed out on so much by leaving home so yeah that's not that's nothing <laughs> Yeah, but it's just I like mean, what you're used to. to. My, my new office isn't as far, but the old one, like I used to go there every day and I drove by there when I went. Um, oh, that's why I went camping. I did do that. Oh, okay. But um, I kind of drove by and I showed them where we were going. I was like, here, this is where I used to work. I was at this exit. And it's like, man, this is far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After not going there so long, I mean, being at home and then the office moving now, it's like, man, I was driving that way that far every day. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that exactly. It's like I understand, like, the people that are like, no, I'm never going back because it's hard to, hard to justify going back once you start looking at that commute. And I know I've had, like, recruiters call me and offer me positions and stuff like that, but I'm like, they're like, oh, it's it's remote until the end of COVID. And I'm like, nah, not interested. <laughs> Cause I don't want to like until until it's completely eradicated. Yeah, I mean, that's hard to say. Or, cause for some people, COVID ended this summer, or some people, COVID ended as soon as they got vaccinated. I was actually out uh, the other day. Some people had never started. Yeah, I was in the store the other day, and everybody I saw had on masks, but there was these three people walking around with just no mask on, and I guess no one oh. no one said anything to them. Oh yeah, when I got like out near where my job used to be. It don't exist out yeah. there. I had, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, what was our topic for this week? Or this episode? Let me not say this week. Being a high value uh, This week makes it seem designer. like we're going to come out regularly. <laughs> it's just this episode. Give you something next week. <laughs> Tune back in next week. Um... We're, we're talking about being a high value, uh, a high value uh, designer. If you're a high value designer, do you attract high value men? Yes. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what was that quote that we were going off of? I forgot. What did it say? Let me read it again. So we're talking about something we no. saw on Instagram, on somebody's Instagram. Says you don't win on being cheap, you win on being valuable. Yeah. This is something and then, like, that was then... posted by somebody named Kezia. Yeah. And the next one is clients who choose price over quality are not valuable to your long term growth. Uh Instead, focus on raising your value so you never have to lower your price. So, I know we've talked about pricing stuff in the past, and I think this is applicable because I know the other day I was actually sending someone an invoice, and 
basically I did more work than what I originally quoted them and so when I sent them an invoice I said yo you know this is a little higher than what we talked about but here it is and they wrote me back and was like okay cool uh, we're going to add a little bit on top of that because we really valued what you did for us and I don't know I've just been in the habit of being nervous about charging people what I actually want so I didn't charge what I actually wanted to charge and I charged less but in the end I'm getting I'm still probably getting less than what I wanted but I'm getting closer and it's only because out of the kindness of their heart that they're doing it it's not because I actually asked for it so I don't know because I've, I've I know we've talked about a long time like just add 50 to 100 to everything I've done that and it seems like I'm still low well I think the issue is that I'm too valuable I'm more valuable obviously more valuable than I think but I'm also very very valuable apparently because people will just call me to just talk about to ask questions and stuff like that and mm-hmm. yeah I'd be dropping gems on them I guess and so they, they yeah, see yeah. some of them see the value and I think it's useful it's important to work with people that see the value but I think also part of them seeing the value is that you have to charge enough for them to see the value yeah I mean because that's, that's when you're talking about like friends and stuff like that and it and it always it's always embarrassing to me when you you know somebody does do that. They're like, no, you should charge more than that. And I'm like, man, why didn't I charge you enough in the first place? Yeah. Makes you feel like you're amateur because you're not you didn't think that highly of your work to begin mm-hmm. with. Which you know, I don't know. That's always been a thing. I mean, I think part of for me a lot of it is like because when I'm working with. Uh, uh, a lot of a lot of the work I have done in the past, not so much recently. Well, recently I just haven't been doing any side work, so <laughs> there's that. But uh, a lot of the work was word of mouth or like you know friends of a family, you know things like that. Yeah. And so you always feel like, well, you know, I don't want to, you know, and you know you shortchange yourself, but you pick up bad habits in pricing because you're used to working, you know, giving the friend discount or, you know, you have no idea what the market will bear. Basically. Yeah, that's, I think I don't have any idea what the market will bear. And then you see, you see like videos, like how to charge $25,000 for a logo and stuff like that. And I don't think that, I don't seriously. Like, I don't even know anybody. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that applies to me, but, um, yeah. cause I'm not going to provide that level of service, but where do I fall on that spectrum I mean, between maybe. the $50 logo and the 25k logo? Well, I'm yeah. not going to do I don't I guess I do have access to all that like to do all the detailed market re- research and all that type of stuff, but that would mean me paying somebody else. This is not like me doing everything. But you're not doing like focus groups right. and all that other garbage. You know, not that we couldn't do that, but we just don't cuz maybe I don't for that. I mean, that's not like I mean, if it, it was like this is our like actual like company and we you know marketing firm and we do this then yeah that would make sense yeah but the only way you get there is by charging enough so i think without knowing what the market will bear then i i just draw out a number and then of course a lot of people will i think it's like the uh i don't say it's like birds of a feather but it's like you you do some work for the low and you do a good job and people will refer you to other people who want done for the low work good work done for the low and so you're always going to be stuck with the low so you have to start yeah up charging and charging more or you have to find new clients that aren't familiar with your low stuff because that's what i have one of the issues i have now somewhat is it 
I have new clients that aren't aware that I used to charge like $200 to do a website for somebody or that I used to charge $25 mm. to put together a quick logo for somebody. So they don't even know. And so I can charge them a lot more and it's fine. And no issue. But then I have old clients that have been around since I, I started and they're, I've eased them up. I got them up a ways in terms of price, but they're still like used to the low. And so mm. it's annoying to work on stuff for them. Cause I like, I know I'm not making any money off this. Whereas the other clients I'm feeling better about working on it. And therefore for those other clients, I might actually yeah. do more work or extra work that I don't necessarily need to do yeah. just because, Oh, I'd rather do this than that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, and that goes into, I mean, maybe something that we could, I mean, well, I was going to say we could talk about it, but we'd have to figure out how to do it ourselves. But um, finding those new clients, <laughs> you know. Well, I, I don't, so I don't have really any information on how to find new clients because most of my clients, I have people that just really like my work and they will always refer me on. And so that's worked well for me. Yeah. And so you never had to like take out an no, ad. And, like, I never you know. like, cause I've done, we've done stuff on Facebook trying to say, Hey, reach out to us if you need a website or whatever. I've done stuff on Twitter, tried to connect with people that way and get business, but none of it ever turned anything into anything serious. Have you ever tried just posting under random Instagram posts that you're a graphic designer? I've done that a couple times. And then people have always tagged me like our business account. People will tag I mean, us and say, Oh, someone will say, "Hey, I need a designer." Then a friend of ours will tag us as, "Hey, here's a designer." But, but I mean, like famous people, like random famous no. people, <laughs> when they make a post about some kind of memorial or a, like a passing of a family member, you've never tried like posting no. there. No, that's lame. Because <laughs> I, I see that it for me, I don't feel like it works. I think no from the right person, it could work. Because there have been situations where I've been referred to somebody through the right person. And it worked. Yeah. But if I'm just literally like cold calling people, I don't think it will work. And I do think yeah. that going back to the money thing, I think that like companies that cold call you, they can't charge you the same that a company that you just know about will charge. You know what I'm saying? Like if a company mm. called you trying to sell you a bag, they can't charge the same price that Louis can. Because Louis, you just know about it. Yeah, and they have the image that they're not going to call They're not. They don't care about you like that. Yeah. <laughs> you come to me when you when you got the money. Yeah, so... At least that was my experience with Louis. I don't have any personal experience. I've only seen the fake ones. Well, I've seen the real ones too, but never owned anything. But, um... Yeah, I, I think finding new people is I don't know I don't have any information on the best way to do that I would but say like LinkedIn I mean, and for all me that stuff. that's been useful it's like getting a referral from somebody like hey I know somebody that works with like you know these does something um not not another designer, but somebody that does like like oh this person does some kind of like internet marketing for companies or somebody that's already got a business mm -hmm. going or whatever and then it's just like, hey, just get in good with them so they have a resource. Yeah, so that's one thing I was trying to remember. Um, I also have work where I get work from other service providers. So I have mm. friends, family, stuff like that that do like social media stuff, like social media management or event promotion and management mm. or even accounting. 
and mm. they're always running to somebody that needs additional services in the way of either they need something designed or they need something a website built or something like that so then they will refer people on to me and so through that route I do it two different ways some with times I'll just say yeah just refer the person on to me and I work with them directly or sometimes I'll say hey you this is your client you manage them just ask them what they need I'll give you a quote and then you can mark my quote up you yeah you can mark it up on, I don't yeah. care what you do to it but it's my work I need it on my portfolio and then you just do whatever you want after that and that makes it easier for me, yeah. especially as someone who has a nine to five and doesn't do this full time, because now I don't have to manage. I don't have to deal with invoicing and all that crap, especially if it's yeah. somebody I trust. Just, then I'll just, just tell like them, a, hey, just talk you know, to me. shoot me, yeah. shoot me a couple racks when it's done and then we're done. And then so they'll pay me and I'll do my part and I'll send it on and then they'll manage all the customer communications and all that stuff. Yeah, that's how I ended up doing designs for some kind of anti-vax <laughs> campaign. What? Uh, anyway, um, but yeah, <laughs> that's how that happened. You know, somebody. This was somebody else's client. They didn't know what was going on either. And then you realize yeah. what it is. Like, oh, sorry, yeah. I can't work on this. I don't agree with this. Yeah, no, that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get paid. What? I refused that money. I said no. No, actually, I mean, honestly, what happened is, like, it, by the time that all happened, I had already done some a little bit mm-hmm. of work or whatever, and then, I don't know, they were going back and forth, and I got paid for the work that I had done so far, and it was like, whatever. I mean, they the person I was working with, I think they got out of it, too, was like, they didn't know that, they didn't realize what was, what was that yeah. really going on. So, how, but, um, have you, is this either. the only time you've had to work, like, on a project that was questionable in nature? Not just, like, like... I can understand, like, um, let's say you don't believe in degrading women and someone wants you to do, like, a club flyer that may degrade women. That's one thing, but, like, like, oh, I need... Was it their choice <laughs> to be there? <laughs> Was she asking for it? So, What's her so I've had um, some... What? <laughs> I had a couple... Like, when I was anyway. first, first starting out, it was, like, one of those things where you can't pick... You can't be a choosy because it was like, well, this is this is the person who wanted work, so I did it. But this person wanted a website, and they were basically trying to. Uh... No, 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 no. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, okay, you just went down the deep end. No, they were trying to uh, spread rumors and negativity about an organization, and so I was like, okay, I can build a website. So I built it, but then in the process, you know, you're reading through some of the content and stuff like that, and I'm like, whoa, 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 this is crazy. And this is not even like <laughs> uh, well substantiated information. It's just like all kinds of you know rumors and stuff like that. So I was like, once I got paid, of course, I basically was like, yo, we're gonna have to find some other client, some other kind of way, because I don't want to. I can't put this in my portfolio. I don't want them to yeah. tell their friends about me at all. I, I'm not gonna answer their calls in the future. I, I, this is a dead end, like a dead end job. And, I like to like it's probably it's just not doesn't make sense to do any dead end work at all. Yeah. Yeah, I mean and yeah, cuz it's tough cuz especially when you're starting out or you need the money. It's like I'm I'm yeah, I'll take the money, you know. I get it. 
But, I mean, I know when I was looking for jobs and stuff, sometimes it would be for, like, some kind of gaming commission or some kind of gambling thing or whatever. I mean, people wouldn't do what they want, but I didn't personally want to be involved in that. And it just didn't sound like something I wanted to be involved in or passionate about or something like that. You know, like some kind of gambling-related job or whatever. It sounded yeah. terrible anyway. But, you know, there's just things, you know... I think there's something else out there that will fit better that I don't feel like I need to do this stuff. Because, you know, I've had those thoughts. It's like, man, if you were out here making some MAGA shirts, you could probably yeah. take up. Because they have bad yeah. designs a lot of times. But I can't do that. <laughs> what if it works too well, you know? <laughs> well, I think, so that comes down to, like, integrity. Because I think there are people out there... Um, a lot of people in various walks of life, in various like belief systems and stuff like that, that don't necessarily believe what they're promoting, but they saw that it worked and they were like, well, got to keep doing this. Because I've thought about that yeah. with like uh, YouTubers and stuff like that. I think there's a lot of them out there that just have to keep pushing out more and more videos about crap they don't care about, but it worked. Oh, like well, Not ads, just the ads, stuff. but just like even on top of or, or even about. their content. Like if you see a lot of those oh, yeah. car YouTubers and stuff, they're constantly having to buy new cars, and all of them have bought the same. It seems like the same cars, and rebuilt stuff, and fixed stuff, and modded them, or whatever they did. But it's like, did you do you really like that car, or is this just what you know is going to get the clicks? And same thing, like if you, let's say you don't believe in the whole Trump thing, but you made MAGA shirts and they worked well, now you got to keep making those. If yeah. you well, you're kind of let me not say you're you're stuck. You could definitely stop, but. It's almost like starting from scratch because if that was a dead end. Now you got to turn around, back up, make a do a three point turn, and go a different way. And you you can't use that as your resume. Yeah. yeah, you can use the money, but if anyone draws that connection and you start coming out with Biden shirts or Biden Harris shirts or whatever, it's gonna be like, well, you're you're a hypocrite. We don't believe in you. And people like to feel like they can, like the person that made the thing also believes what is on the thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, and that's a. Uh... You know, yeah, you you have to live with yourself at the end of the day. You may be okay with the money, but at the end of the day, if it's not something that you believe in, and I don't, I don't feel like you should put your talent towards something that you don't believe in. So, I mean, I mean, and that goes to you know, kind of what we we're talking about. That's you. That's you're you're aiming at low hanging yeah. fruit. You know, <laughs> you're never going to level up your design just do, doing stuff like that versus like, okay, you know, I would like to level up to be, you know. Like, there's this girl I follow on Twitter that, like, she, she she's doing her stuff and then she got hired by the NBA to do a bunch of designs for them. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's what you want to be doing. Something that you were just doing for fun and just making it cool because you're passionate about it. And then somebody picks it up because it's cool or something, the right person sees it. Not you going after the lowest common denominator, you know. Yeah. <laughs> because of because you think you'll get money out of it. Because that doesn't feel good either. I mean, I think I'd say with, like, my painting and artwork and stuff like that, sometimes I've done stuff and I was like, oh, yeah, I think people will like this. And then if nobody likes it, then you just stuck with something that you thought people mm-hmm. would have liked. <laughs> and you don't like it, and they don't like it, and now you're yeah. just stuck with it. Versus if you did did something that you wanted to do, at least at the end of the day, it's like, well, I like it. So, you know, um, and, you know, that makes it more value. You're going to be more passionate about it. You're going to put more effort into it. And you're actually going to put something valuable into it because it's well, something, that's something that you I care about. Well, that's something I found 
myself doing more and more recently is kind of talking myself out of work because I'll talk to you. Let, yeah. Let's not not necessarily in the situation where it's like some some cause I don't believe in, or like it's a whole Trump thing or something like that. But let's say you had an idea for a business or for a website or an app, and we're talking through your idea, and in the process I notice some holes. I'll point them out to you. I'm not going to shoot you down to make you feel bad, but I'm going to say, well, maybe it will work better if this, or maybe you should consider this, or oh, this thing already does that, so you're you're competing with the big boys here and i've done that and in the mm-hmm. end sometimes there's still some work there sometimes there's not but i know in the past i would have taken on all that work and i probably wouldn't told the, i would have mm-hmm. known hey this is probably not gonna work but i probably would have still taken on the work so now I, I will gladly tell people like yo this this is not probably not going to work for these reasons or this may be a better direction to go in and a lot of times it ends up in initially it'll end up in work not happening but in the long time long term it has several times ended up in work bigger work happening or something better happening because they rethought their idea and they came up with something better but that that goes back to like the whole integrity Mm -hmm. thing like i think integrity is important but in some ways you shouldn't take it too far because you do have to eat. So, like, I only work on projects I'm passionate in. Eh, no, that's not true. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe there's a, I mean, well, you know, I mean, because you know, everybody, if you have a nine to five, you absolutely work on stuff right. that you are not that passionate about. <laughs> I do it every day. Right, but even in my side I, work, I, I find, will, I'm not saying I search for things I'm not passionate <laughs> to work on, but I will work on them. I mean, yeah. there's things that I'm indifferent about. I may be passionate about a certain aspect of it, like about like, okay, I want this to look really good. Do I care what this says that I'm looking at right now? Not really. I've never sat down and really read it. But I care that this looks good because, you know, I'm doing yeah. it. People know that I did it. And so that's what I'm. That's the part that I'm passionate about. I mean, because, yeah, all the time you're not going to always be passionate about the content. No, not at all. Or, you know. But you can find something that you, you know, you do care about. And, you know, as long as nothing else is like morally, you know, whatever for you, then, you know, whatever. <laughs> you yeah, haven't had many job situations where it's a a moral thing. Like, this is wrong. I should not do this. But no, I've never. No, people just don't really yeah. approach me about the morally questionable work. Yeah, me neither. I mean, I think, you know, we've never, we don't, you'd have to be, put yourself in that, you know, in that situation to end yep. up doing that, I think, you know. Like, and you'd I, have to be around you know, the, that's the not, moral question marks. You'd have that in your portf- portfolio. Because <laughs> nobody would, you know, I don't have any kind of connection to it. So, like, how would they even find me to ask me to do something like that? Yeah, that's you true. Know, so. But I don't know. But that hasn't happened a lot. Yeah, most of the stuff I've been where I backed away was early in the process, early in my quote unquote career. And a lot of it was not necessarily more, definitely not morally questionable, just questionable in terms of what will the rest of my potential clients think if they see this or find out I did this. 
And the same thing applies to just doing yeah. bad work, too. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can kind of, you know, almost like typecasting or whatever. You can kind of paint yourself into a corner where you only get certain stuff or, you know. Well, that's why I, I think I've yeah. told, talked about it before. I met this designer right after college. Nice guy. He needed okay work, I guess. But he was showing me his work, and he had, like, a big, like, maybe three or four inch thick binder of just club flyers he had done over the years. And that's great. Some of them were, like, I wasn't impressed with any designs because it was just regular stuff. Like, album, you know, club flyers look like album covers, basically, to me. So that's what, or at least at the time, back in mid to early 2000s. But, um, all his work was in the same area. He didn't have anything else, really. It was all, like, club stuff. And so there was no, like I said, there's no diversity. And so, um, it would be hard to even believe that he could do something different because he he didn't have any proof. Yeah, he can design stuff, but people want to see an example, and that's that's why, like I said, it's dead end. You don't want to be in that dead end. So, back to original topic. Um, so the question would be like, what makes your work more valuable, other than just your quality of you know you did a good design, cool, it looks great, awesome. But what makes it more valuable so that you can, you know, attract bigger clients, you know, I think and charge that $10,000 for a logo that you, well, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so, I think, so, let's start, I'll say there's, like, soft elements to that, and then there's, like, the physical element. well, not physical elements, but there's, like, obviously, like, the work you deliver you have control over that so that you know mm. you you can only make that so good that's controlled by your skill set and the software and tools you use or whatever so you can make that as good as you want if we start with the assumption that uh you're always going to do the best you can in terms of your work then you know, ignoring that what else can you do so i think the other factors would be things like um your communication your timeliness and scheduling things like that your um i don't know what else you do your con like some of the consulting skills in terms of the that goes with the communication as well but like the things you tell the customer like well i recommend we go this way or i recommend we go that way that type of thing um because i think well okay okay let's go back timeliness so if you're delivering late if you can deliver early cool but it's got to be good quality if you deliver late or there's a lot of delays and people are waiting and rushing you and all that type of stuff then immediately the value drops because if you deliver early you could actually you have more time to make adjustments and changes and things like that and people may be willing to actually accept something that's not as great initially because they see it initially and can make changes because they know you're going to return turn it around fast um what do you think Um, I would just, I mean, all of those sound good. I would also add, um, you know, your, what you, the way you present the work that you do. Like, you could put together, like, a template that you present people that gives, includes a lot of nice things that look good. You know, your research, some examples. You know, spend some time mm -hmm. in your presentation, and it makes you look more, or even like if somebody asks you for a quote or something like that, you could give them like an actual, you know, whole slide deck and everything that looks 
very, you know what I mean? Like very involved and like you spend a lot of time on it. I mean, they don't need to know that it's a template that you use that you probably downloaded from somewhere for free and you mocked it up and put it together and you send it to everybody. But if it looks really good and it looks very personalized and you take some time to type up some things directly for them, it's going to feel like you're more expensive. And if you show like, I mean, there's a timeliness, but if you actually give them a schedule, like here, this is what this is and this is what it is. And like some steps, like this is how we're going to do this. This is how we're going to do this. And, you know, make it a whole experience. So they, it takes some of the guesswork out of it for them. It's not a whole lot of back and forth. Maybe it's like they ask you for a quote, you send them a whole questionnaire. Like there's, there's some things you could do that aren't hard to do nowadays with just the way how easy it is to put a website together and all those other online tools. There's a lot of things like that that you could do and that are not hard to do that will make you look bigger and more expensive yeah, than and you I think are. Those, it's like the initial touch points can... I won't say any of that is value per se, but it does make you appear valuable. Or like you can just... Yeah. It kind of helps justify your cost when you can start off with all that and then they're like oh okay well he's got his stuff together because i know when i first started i was somebody asked for a quote i would just email them a number literally email and then i would ask questions yeah. i would send an email with a bunch of questions or whatever and then just send them a number but now especially if it's a new client i'll start with a i'll write up an actual proposal it's just a template i use and i'll just copy paste some stuff in there but i'll send a proposal yeah, with Carol. With Carol. With Carol. And I'll send that to them, and I feel like that <laughs> helps them. It, it starts the thing properly because it's like, oh, I invested some time into this before I gave it to you. I didn't just send you a number. Uh, aside from that, the other thing I was going to add is like uh, communication. Well, yeah, I mentioned communication before, but just to add on top of that, in your communication with the people, I think it's important that you come off as an expert. And you're leading them and guiding them through the process. And it's not like them saying, hey, I need you to make a logo with the letters P, D, and R. And I want it aerial narrow. And I want yellow text. And like they tell you exactly what they want. And then all you do is operate the software and return it to them. If you're doing that, you're not providing value. Yeah. But if you want to provide value, then you would come back to them and say, hey, aerial narrow is a real basic font maybe you want to use this other font because it'll communicate what you want well one thing i do is like i'll ask people hey what kind of message are you trying to what kind of customers are you trying to attract and how do you want them to feel about your organization do you want them to have trust think you're stable and all that stuff okay let's use the serif font if you want to think that you're fun and yeah happy and you know it's for kids okay let's use this other font so i start asking those type of questions and that And that's stuff that you yeah. could actually have but already prepared. Some of those questions that you can send to them are from the jump. ones that <laughs> let them know that hey, they're thinking about me. He's actually trying to help me and come up with the best solution mm-hmm. possible, which infers value in the work I'm doing instead of just yeah. let me hit this dude on Fiverr and he will replicate exactly what I want. Yeah, and it, it's it even if you have the skill because both of us have done it millions of times I'm sure even if you have the skill to turn a logo around in a couple of days or or less in a couple of hours if you need be you can churn out like a couple of logos that's fine but it needs to feel like yeah. it took longer <laughs> it feels like you. that's how you have that better value because yeah they don't care that you did it really fast 
I mean, they may care about the speed. That's cool, but they're not going to be impressed. Like, oh, you turned around these oh so quickly. Oh my goodness, that doesn't so make them feel like they should pay you I've more. I've started doing a little bit. Is I used to same day. If you sent me a logo, I could get you back some ideas the same day. But at the time, I was charging less. Of course, I had I didn't have kids. I was less busy. But I wasn't value, valuing myself in terms of my time and things like that. So now, if you ask me for something, it's usually two or three days at the minimum. Yeah. And I might turn it around the same day. I might not. But you're not going to get anything for two or three days because I need to take care of myself in terms of I need to go to the gym. I need to work on my car. I need to spend time with family, all that type of stuff. So I'll sp- spread things out on purpose. Because one, it does infer some effort went into it, but two, it gives me time to relax and take care of things I need to take care of that are not your work. Yeah. I mean, and you may have missed something the first time you did it, just because you can do it in one day. You may look at yeah. the next day and see something better. Or some adjustments. I mean, so you're not doing anybody... I mean, nothing that you get quickly do you put value in. Yeah, that's true. I, I tend to... Uh, even if you don't yeah. do anything to it, you just like I'm going to email them back tomorrow because I'm not emailing them back today yeah, because I'll I just on want it. to sit on it. I always you may I, not I change and, anything. I, I do it <laughs> probably the same day or next day or whatever. But then I'll sit on it and I'll look over it, and that gives me a chance to sleep on it, get a fresh set of eyes on it. And usually, sometimes it, it may mean an improvement. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it's just yeah, that was good. Yeah, <laughs> I still got it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> or if you're completely happy with it, you could. I don't know if you could do that. Let's just say, like, go ahead and send a, schedule an email to be sent out a day or two from now. <laughs> What's your completed file? Like, here, everything's there. I, it's going to go on this before. day, whatever. Yeah. yeah but, um, yeah, I think, I don't know. There's a lot more, I'm sure, in terms of, like, it, more other detailed things you could do but I think a lot of it falls into those categories in terms of almost like like the like stuff you're talking about is almost like packaging around your your service or your mm-hmm. thing you did and then the communication yeah and timeliness because a lot of these places like more expensive places it's not so much that their food or you know a restaurant or it's not like their food or their whatever is so amazing it's the experience or even somewhere like Starbucks or something like that, or Chick-fil-A. It's like, it's not so, like, I mean, their food is good, but people, it, there's a certain experience that comes along with going to some of these places that you aren't going to get somewhere else, and that's what you're really paying for. That's what you're willing to sit in a line for for a long time at Chick-fil-A, because you know how the how the people mm-hmm. are going to, you know, act. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's, you know, so why you go you'll go drive to a target instead of going to the Walmart that's right around the corner because you there's something else that you're going to get yeah, out of that experience that you're not going to get at Walmart. So yeah, like I saw a guy he said it's like like I hate when I can't find what I was looking for at Walmart and I have to go home and take a shower <laughs> and get dressed so I can go to Target. <laughs> can't even go to the grocery store without some ones as clean as a shirt with a team. So I think I, I agree. I think that uh, I had something to add to that, and I forgot what it was. 
So don't worry about it, because I forgot. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Well, that's fine. I need to take my well, dog out. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> uh, we'll be back again with at least one more episode before the end of the year. Yeah. Homework. <laughs> or that's maybe we'll come pressure. back with a Halloween episode. <laughs> well, that's honestly all you have to do. Just just look at the way that we present our podcast and do the opposite, and that yeah, will give you high maybe. value. I don't know. Well, I mean, <laughs> not to belabor the point, but I know that I, there are some people I follow that do podcasts and like people I follow on YouTube that don't drop episodes very often. But when they drop, they're good. Yeah, yeah I mean, and that's fine. Yeah, as long as the quality is there, because that's fine. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think either one, either I, I could never. Some people, I, some people do a podcast every day. I don't no. know how you do that. I don't have that much to say. That's overkill. <laughs> In my opinion, yeah, I, I don't, you know, that's, yeah, I don't, I don't have that much to say. Well, yeah, yeah, I don't be, care yeah. about if you were talking about so. like celeb gossip and crap like that, maybe, but no, not interested. I mean, I guess, I mean, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, but remember, check out our shop next time. Uh, t-shirts, check hoodies, out our hoodies. Um, yeah, t-shirts and hoodies mainly, and other stuff. Uh, AlienMuffin.Threadless.com uh yeah so do that buy something for your for your uh Bum. your cuffing season partner mm. yeah bye all right bye